Hey, it's Dr. J. Welcome to Your Inspiration. This is where I challenge you to live with intention to create your joyful life of meaning. Welcome aboard. Let's get started. So let's set aside the notion of happiness and fulfillment for a second. What does it mean to be successful? Depending on who you ask, this question obviously has many different responses. Regardless of how success is defined, however, it always requires two ingredients, emotional intelligence and endurance. So when we talk about emotional or social intelligence, we're talking about the ability to be aware of and acknowledge or interact with others. So there's rarely anything in this world that's attainable without this. Likewise, endurance is really talking about continuing to work at something even after meeting failure and rejection multiple times over. So you can think of endurance as resilience. So let's talk about emotional intelligence for a sec. What is that? It's your ability to be aware of emotions in yourself and others and to respond to those emotions in a helpful way. So it's understanding why I snapped at the driver who cut me off and choosing to respond in an appropriate way to get me what I need. It was certainly not doing me any good to get out of my car while it's parked and stands still on the highway and give the driver who nearly sideswiped me to cut me off a piece of my mind. I may even come into contact with repercussions that I may not be ready to face when I react impulsively this way. However, being aware of your emotions and reacting accordingly is very critical to engaging with our world the way we want to and the way that benefits us. Similarly, some of us who are high in EQ might know intuitively that we can use our emotions during certain situations to benefit us. For example, we're able to problem solve and focus a lot easier during neutral or slightly negative moods than when we're, than when we're elevated in good spirits. Scientists have also found that successful athletes actually know how to engage emotions in a certain way to reach their goals. Additionally, we're more inclined to engage others when we're happy. Let's move on to endurance. Resilience, like I said before, is another word. But whatever we set our mind to, moving forward when things get tough, it's critical for meeting success. Faced with rejection number 287, resilient individuals weather this storm. They don't just bounce back. They anticipate difficulties and hardship, and they keep going anyway, knowing that their efforts will be met with satisfaction. They value things like growth, grit, and gratitude. When you have someone who is resilient and able to recognize emotions, regulate and harness them, they're more likely to succeed in whatever goal they set or meet with their definition of success. These two areas of functioning are not set in stone. It's not something you're either born with or not. Luckily for us, they're like muscles. We can train ourselves to become more emotionally intelligent and resilient. It does take time and hard work, but we can start by getting our feet wet. First, learn the emotional vocabulary. There are more than approximately 4,000 words in the English language that describe feelings or emotions. Emotional awareness requires us to be able to identify and express emotions. As there are many shades of one color, there are also many variations to how we feel. Feeling frustrated, for example, is certainly not the same thing as feeling furious. By learning to express our emotions in this way, it can help us to cope with difficult situations. Second, be particular in language. 
Putting your experiences into language is helpful. It can also be unhelpful when describing a past negative situation as ongoing versus having it be finished. It puts us in a negative mood. Similarly, past happy events that are described as ongoing can uplift our mood versus happy events that have already ended. The experiences you choose to put into words as well as how you choose to capture your experiences matter. Third, practice coping. Learning to cope with negative emotions can help you become better at curtailing your impulse to yell or throw something at your boss. Recognizing that you have or when you have a negative emotion and being able to separate yourself from that emotion can be a tremendous skill to learn and practice. Fourth, use emotions to your advantage. Learn to use different types of emotions to your advantage. For example, when you want to ask your partner or friend to join you in in meeting new people, Ask them when they're happy and in an expansive mood versus a negative or like a neutral mood. When you know you have a deadline and you have to finish typing up a report that requires focus, aim to complete the task when you're not extremely happy or excited about something. You can also do your editing when you're in like a neutral mood while doing your brainstorming during positive moods. This is all things that research has found. Fifth, adopt a growth mindset. Individuals who believe in growth are also more likely to persevere through a difficult task. In contrast, individuals who have a a fixed mindset give up much more easily. Next time you find yourself wanting to give up on a task or a goal, ask yourself what type of beliefs are holding you up. We'll talk more about growth mindset later. All of these steps are critical in getting closer to accomplishing your next big thing. Are you serious about putting your life back on the trajectory that you know it belongs on? Commit to learning these five skills or find a trained professional to help you get unstuck to get what you need. 